Hello beautiful people and welcome back to Life to Meet You. My name is Lavinia and that's the podcast that encourages you to embrace change and look at life experiences as a way to learn, grow and become better versions of yourselves. If you have been enjoying this podcast, please make sure to give it a read and hit the follow button to stay up to date with all the upcoming episode releases. And if you feel like adding even more mindfulness to your daily life, you can follow me also on Instagram where you will find me at Life. That's the platform where I talk about self-love, growth, balance and my mindful approach to life every single day. Today we will talk about productivity, time management and motivation. As we approach the end of the year, which for some of you means the start of school, university or a new job, I thought this could be an interesting topic to discuss here on Life to Meet You. In the course of this episode, I will give you some advice regarding time management and how to find motivation in certain areas of your life, especially if you are not as motivated as you were back in January. I will share my experience with my personal growth journey in terms of productivity and my approach to time management, particularly in the work context, but also when it comes to lacking motivation in integrating daily movement, for example, or simply taking care of ourselves on a regular basis. During this episode, I will share with you my top 15 tips to feel more motivated, boost your productivity and upgrade your time management skills. But before we begin, As you know very well, the hard question is, what makes you happy today? Before you answer or submit your response in the box at the end of this episode, I encourage you to take a moment to ask yourselves how you're feeling today. Take some time and reconnect with yourself. If you're at work, on your way to work, walking around, just try to take a moment of self-reflection to focus on that one thing that is making or will make your today special. This is a ritual we should all try to do or rather we should all try to do daily because it's easy to get distracted and let the negative things that happen during the day or darker thoughts take over. We should always remind ourselves that our day can be a good day if we just want to and that every day we can find that one small positive element that brings us happiness. And if you cannot find it, then create the opportunity for it to happen. For me today, this happy moment is the thought of my holiday. Probably when you are listening to this episode, I'll be already on vacation or my vacation will be already over, but the plan is to go to the Canary Islands. It's the first time for me there and only the idea of disconnecting for a whole two weeks is something that brings me so much joy that I've been waking up every morning with a smile on my face because of that thought. I'll definitely share some highlights of this trip on Instagram, so if you're curious, you can head over there. As many of you already know, in my life, I try to juggle various different activities. And over time, I've noticed that this requires substantial organizational and time management skills. As you also might know, I have a full-time job of 40 hours a week, I'm taking German classes, I have singing lessons every week, I also aim at staying active and integrating movement to my week, 
And on top of that, I manage this podcast along with my Instagram page during my free time. It might seem a lot and surely it's not easy to fit everything together, especially considering that I also have a social life and a personal life. However, I've developed techniques over time that help me stay productive and motivated every day. Motivation is a crucial element that needs to be kept in, checked and fueled over time to ensure that we reach our goals and nurture our passions. Without motivation, we lack the drive and enthusiasm not only to begin, but also to enjoy the entire process. Because we're discussing motivation, productivity and time management, today's episode will also be structured around these three main categories. I will share five tips for each category that help me daily, and I want to highlight that these are all practice I've tested myself and I can confirm that work for me. And that's why I feel comfortable in sharing all of them with you. Let's start with motivation. Certainly being motivated and the levels of motivation vary not only from person to person, but also, in my opinion, it depends on each individual's personality. For example, I'm someone who easily gets excited about things and therefore gets motivated very easily. But my challenge is that it's sometimes difficult to maintain the same level of motivation after the initial excitement wears off. For others, it might be easier to maintain long-term motivation, but more difficult to initially feel motivated for something, so they might struggle in actually taking the first step. Of course, a lot also depends on the type of activity. For example, as a food enthusiast, it's easier for me to stay motivated to maintain a healthy diet and cook regularly, But on the other end, it's harder for me to stay motivated when it comes to exercising, for example, or unfortunately also reading consistently. Regardless of which category you belong to, or if you're a hybrid of these two, the first essential thing to maintain a high level of motivation for certain tasks is to be aware of its purpose. We often start something being motivated because we initiated the activity. But as days go by, if we don't refresh our memory by revisiting the original reason we started the activity, we become lazier, tired, distracted, and then it loses priority. Or the context might change. And since this activity is no longer as relevant in this new context as it was before, or we no longer vividly remember the initial reason, we simply abandon it and it no longer remains part of our routine. Let me provide a few examples because I know it's important to be more concrete, otherwise these words remain too theoretical. So, I'm not sure of the exact reason, perhaps some stress, personal changes, also changes in my diet, but I noticed I've been experiencing significant air loss over the past year or so. And some find this hard to believe uh, since I have a lot of hair, it's curly, it's voluminous, and I know myself very well when it comes to hair. So I decided to go to my pharmacist and they recommended me some specific hair vitamins uh, that I have to take daily for about four months. Needless to say that I was highly motivated in the very beginning and took these vitamins every day for the first, I would say, couple of weeks. But then I started forgetting. There were some days uh, I had no time, I was rushing to work uh, and then I forgot them at home. Or when working from home after breakfast, uh, I would immediately start working and uh, not realizing that I had to take the vitamins. Or sometimes I even just thought, hey, it's just vitamins. What big of a change can they make? So 
I started skipping them once or twice and then uh, three times and uh, I really started to lose motivation, especially because the change wasn't immediate and um, the improvement is only expected uh, on the long run. And therefore I ended up losing consistency because the time passed by and uh, what I saw every morning was just too tablets so it's important for me to keep myself motivated in taking this vitamin regularly by reminding myself what is the purpose and the purpose is for the health of my hair and to prevent ongoing loss another episode that comes to my mind is related to body movement I'm talking about the context change I mentioned earlier, which can negatively affect motivation. In my old apartment, for example, a small 30 square meter studio, I had enough space for exercise and just laying out my mat in that specific area would be enough. However, when I moved to a larger apartment, which is the apartment I'm currently living in, there are here smaller rooms, some of which are occupied and were occupied already, Um, by a lot of furniture so I lost the habit of regularly exercising at home because the context changed and I couldn't replicate what I used to do in my old apartment in this new space. So what helped me was firstly revisiting my goal, reminding myself why physical activity and body movement is important, acknowledging this change that my space was not the same anymore and finally not trying to replicate but to adapt. Now I have reorganized a spot in my apartment with a little bit of creativity to maintain consistency and a high level of motivation to exercise. Another thing that can help feeling motivated about a task that doesn't inherently excite you is having something to look forward to once the task is done. For example, having plans with friends at the end of the workday with no doubts motivates me to complete my projects and tasks on time because I know that there's something enjoyable awaiting for me. And this approach can be adapted to all areas of our life. Just focusing on what comes after the activity that currently lacks motivation can help you becoming more motivated to engage in that activity in the first place. Motivational tip number three. Il buongiorno si vede dal mattino. No, I've not gone crazy. That's an Italian saying which means a good day is seen from how the morning begins. And this means starting the morning with the right food. So give yourself a morning treat, take the time to enjoy your breakfast or follow your morning routine, even if it's as simple as washing your face, applying cream and dressing in clothes and make you feel good. This can make a significant difference in tackling the rest of the day with a more positive attitude and also can help you maintain higher level of motivation. Now, I am the person of to-do lists. That's my confession for today. I write lists for basically everything, not just for work-related matters, but for anything that can be structured into lists. Vacation plans, hobbies, personal projects, of course, work tasks and work-related activities, and more. There's always more. However, what's very important is that I write down each item of my list with a checkbox to mark. This is a key element because the satisfaction of checking an item off the list gives us a burst of adrenaline and motivates us to tackle the next task. So my trick here is to start the list with something I already know I can accomplish. 
And this helps me to get more tasks done and keeps me motivated and positive throughout the day. For instance, uh, some points I might include in my to-do list for the day are wash dishes, vacuum the apartment, uh, or if I know I have a German class scheduled for the day, I even write attend German class. The feeling of having completed and checked off a task from the list gives me this satisfaction and sense of achievement, uh, and that's something that motivates me to continue. Speaking of to-do lists, I tend to write mine uh, at the end of the day for the next day. At the end of my workday, for example, I take a few minutes, uh, 5 to 10 minutes, uh, most of the time are enough to write down how the next day would look like for me. And this action creates already a sense of motivation and excitement uh, for the day ahead. We've talked a lot about motivation, now let's discuss productivity, while still staying on the topic of lists. Let's assume I put into practice uh, the last piece of advice uh, regarding motivation and I've already created uh, my to-do list uh, the day before for the day ahead. Having this list ready as soon as I wake up will help me begin uh, more easily because I wouldn't need to think about uh, what needs to be done in that day because I know already where to start and I can simply focus uh, on getting the actual work done because I already did the brainstorming work the day before. In the past, uh, I often started my work day without uh, a clear overview. Having no list to refer to often made me feel disoriented, lost, and then even demotivated at times, because I felt overwhelmed by all the work that I had to do without knowing when to start and without knowing what to prioritize. And since I started structuring the tasks into to-do lists the day before, this process has become easier and I now rarely feel demotivated or lost because I know what's coming and what I have to get done. The second productivity tip might surprise some of you because I often hear the opposite advice. And I'm referring to starting the day tackling the tasks that take less time and that are easier, quicker to do, and then focusing on the more substantial and time-consuming task at the end. I often watch videos and listen to productivity advice and often the recommendation is, and that's definitely what I hear most frequently, is to choose just one thing to focus on for one day and do just that. Well, I tried this approach and that doesn't work for me. I instead approach my day exactly in the opposite way uh, and that's my trick to accomplish much, much more in one day. For example, if in one day I planned on vacuuming the apartment as task number one, wash the dishes as task number two, changing my bed sheets as task number three, and reorganizing the entire cabinet as bigger tasks for the day, then I'll complete first and foremost all the smaller tasks I mentioned in the beginning, and then leave the cupboard reorganization, which is the larger task, for the very end. Because If I were to do the opposite and start with the organization of my cupboard, I would end up spending two, three hours on that task. And then I'll look at my to-do list for the day and I would still see so many more items as things to do. And this would make me feel demotivated because, for example, let's imagine half a day went by and I'm still stuck on the first task. 
Instead, if I first focus on the smaller tasks and I manage to complete all these small tasks, for example, in half a day, then I look at my to-do list. I see that there is just one last task waiting for me. It's not important if it's the longest task because our mind is reading that there is just one last thing to do and therefore the likelihood to get also that done and spending the remaining half day in doing that is much much higher and in one day with this approach I can get done four different tasks rather than just one and feeling demotivated or stressed because I cannot accomplish all the others. Another productivity advice uh, I would like to share, probably some of you know them already, but for me has been a real game changer to bring up my productivity game is to break down larger tasks into small ones. How many times have we thought about a project, maybe in our work context, and wondered how much time and effort would it take to complete it? It happened to me very frequently in the past, and as a result, I felt very often paralyzed by the thought of starting that project because I would simply not see the end of that tunnel. That's because I was looking at the project as one big fat unit. But when I started breaking down these bigger projects into smaller projects and further break the smaller projects into individual tasks until reaching the level of detail of what tasks I had to do in a single day to contribute to the progressing of that project, then it became much more easy for me to start a project. And also this approach helped me make more significant progress in less time compared to when I used to look at the project as a single massive activity. So this is the approach I've been using daily in my work context for the past five years. And that's the approach that's really working for me and helping me in moving forward in my career. Next up, if you struggle to begin something, you can adopt this strategy. Work on it for 10 minutes and then stop. Studies show that the likelihood of starting an activity and after 10 minutes continuing it is high. This is an advice uh, I heard many times, so obviously I didn't come up with that, uh, but I would recommend it uh, as well because it's working for me too. We often have the tendency to think about uh, all the amount of time uh, and energy that something will require, and this thought uh, often discourages us from even starting. However, setting a goal to work on a certain activity or task for just 10 minutes and then stop helps us overcome that mental barrier of starting and after 10 minutes we are likely seeing ourselves still be doing this task because we have entered a state of flow. And for me, a clear example is exercise. If I tell myself that I'll do just a 10-15 minute workout and then stop, then once I start, I often, very often, end up continuing for at least another 10 minutes. And this helps me being more productive and getting a longer workout done for the day. Lastly, the final productivity tip is also a new discovery for me. And therefore, it's particularly exciting because I must admit that, first and foremost, I am a 
forever messy person. Who knows me knows that very well. <laughs> and unfortunately, I often get distracted, uh, I get caught up in my own things uh, and plans, commitments. Uh, and uh, the last thing that I pay attention at is keeping a tidy home. And therefore, by the end of the week, uh, I find myself accumulating a lot of clothes, for example, on all the hangers, leaving bags uh, and plenty of shoes at the entrance, uh, even uh, having dishes piling up from the day in the evening. But thanks to this tip, my entire approach to order, cleanness and tidiness has completely changed. So listen closely. It's about leaving a room with that one item that can help make the room that you are leaving tidier. And that's it. Let me explain better. If I'm in the kitchen and the dishcloth is dirty, normally I leave it hanging on the hook in the kitchen, telling myself that when I remember when I need to do the wash, then I'll go to the kitchen and put it into the laundry basket and then wash it together with the other clothes. Now, the mindset sheet that we are about to do is the following. Before going to the bedroom, where I know that there's the laundry basket, I take the dishcloth from the kitchen and put it into the laundry basket. It seems like nothing, but by leaving each room to go into another room and bringing just even one item that doesn't belong in that room anymore helps me have the house much, much tidier because in one day I always go from one room to another to do things and it's helping me to really being much, much, much cleaner and tidier as a person and in my apartment I can really see the result. Alrighty, we're entering the final topic of this episode which is entirely focused on getting things done, increasing our productivity, staying motivated and I'm referring to the last piece of the puzzle which is time management. And also for this category I'll be sharing my best five tips. The first advice that I like to share about time management is to choose the five most important things to do in one day. And this will help you avoid wasting time on unnecessary activities and dedicate your time to something that truly matters to you in that day. Very simple, very straightforward. Tip number two, give yourself a well-defined time frame to work on something. Decide how much time you want to dedicate to a specific task and don't go beyond it. This approach really helps me organize my day more consciously because I know not only how much time I'll spend on each activity, but it also allows me to work on that task with fewer interruptions. Because I create for myself that sense of time pressure, I know I have a limited amount of time and therefore I'm focused on getting the task done before the time ends. So especially in the work context, time blocking and deciding how much time to allocate to a single task make me more productive and motivated without wasting time. Third approach similar to time blocking is the Pomodoro technique. I'm not sure if you ever heard of it before, but it's a widely used time management technique. 
but I have adapted to my needs, especially when I have the opportunity, for example, when I'm working from home. Uh, this technique helps me balance work activities. So my adaptation of the Pomodoro technique is to allocate the fine time slot for both work and personal tasks on a 80-20 or 90-10 ratio. This allows me to accomplish more in less time during the day or the morning or even in a single hour. For example, I try not to work on the same thing for more than an hour. Often I try to work on it for 45 minutes and then for the remaining 15 minutes of that hours, I work on something else, which is a personal task. For example, vacuuming, washing dishes uh, or taking a quick shower. This alternating pattern not only makes me more productive because I can accomplish more in one hour, but also helps me manage my daily time better. If I were to leave the personal tasks only all at the end of the workday, I'd likely end up feeling too tired to complete even just half of them. Another piece of advice when it comes to time management that works for me is to group similar tasks on the same day or within the same time frame. The logic is that starting something requires an initial setup and once you have that setup created and outlined, then you can group similar tasks together and make them happen in that same time frame to help yourself save some time and be more efficient. The last time management tip for today is meal prepping. If you're someone who likes to cook, you might also spend hours preparing your food every week. Like most of the time I used to do, and even now I still do, I must admit. So developing the habit of preparing meals in advance or even just make your life easier and chop vegetables ahead of time can save you a lot of time. And with meal prepping, I absolutely don't mean cooking or don't mean necessarily cooking a big pot of food on a Sunday and eating the same meal for four consecutive days, unless that works for you or is your vibe or makes you happy, but rather making basic preparations that will be useful throughout the week in order to help you save time. For me, especially when it comes for breakfast, this logic applies. Sometimes I prepare two, three portions of overnight oats or I just mix the ingredients and then add milk afterwards when I need it so I can have more time for myself in the morning before starting to work. And with this, we conclude the list of my top 15 tips to improve productivity, time management and feel more motivated. All the ones that I mentioned come from the small strategies I personally adopt and especially in the past few months, they've proven to be effective for me in optimizing different aspects of my daily life. Certainly, a key aspect for me is to educate myself and draw inspiration from also other creators who dive into these themes. For today's segment on creators to follow, I can't help but mention Michelle B and Lavander. They are my favorite and a big source of inspiration when it comes to productivity, time management and life organization as a whole. And that, my beautiful people, brings us to the end of this episode of Life to Meet You. 
I hope this episode has provided you with valuable advice and that it can help you in enhancing your approach to productivity and time management. Let me know if you were already familiar with some of these approaches that I shared and which one you found most interesting. With that being said, I wish you a lovely, lovely day and I will talk to you soon. Ciao!